This is the Purple Pillage with Neil Roberts and Lee Bakken. The Pillage starts now. Welcome to the second episode of the Purple Pillage Weekly Inside Look of the Minnesota Vikings from our vantage point. I'm Leif Bakken along with Neil Roberts. Special shout out to Norse Coast Fest, 40 years of pure scandemonium, September 27th through the 30th. Check them out at hustfest.com. Well, Neil, another week. Last week we talked offense, now we're talking defense. A lot of new guys on the offensive side, Neil, but the defensive side looks very familiar with just a few new faces. You're absolutely right, Leif. You know, their, their defense was... One of the tops in the league last year, a lot of weeks that fell off there for a little bit while when they went through that losing streak, but it's still known as a defensive team. And if they're going to succeed this year, their defense is going to have to be one of the top in the league. And it all starts with that defensive line. You know, we've got Everson Griffin, uh, Joseph Robison, Hunter, Tom Johnson, Shamar Steven coming back. Uh, a couple other guys, too, on the roster last year, Weatherly, Toby Johnson on the practice squad. A couple big free agents coming in, and Will Sutton from the Bears and Dayton Jones from the Packers. In the end, eight guys are going to make the team, probably, and other guys we try to be shifted to the practice squad. But I think the guy who might upset the apple cart here a little bit is fourth-round pick Jaleel Johnson. And let's go ahead and probably make him our player of the week. How does that sound, Leaf? Bakken Auction and announcing sponsoring this week's player of the week. Check him out on Facebook. And, yeah, tell us some more about Jaleel Johnson. I think, like you said, a big guy coming in that's going to shift things around a little bit. Well, on day, was it day three of the draft it would have been? Uh, he was one of the first guys off the board uh, when the Vikings took him with that pick. Uh, he's a defensive tackle out of Iowa, a former high school wrestler I know. So he comes in with some really good balance, uh, showed up well on tape, had a good combine. All these things go into pointing that I think he is going to make the team. So he's going to crack the eight. So then you're looking at Griffin, Joseph Robison, Hunter, Tom Johnson, Shamar Stephan, uh, Will Sutton, and Dayton Jones. That's eight other guys right there. So who doesn't make the team? Who knows? Uh, who knows if they all stay healthy? A lot of things could work itself out throughout camp, Leaf, as you know. But let's assume everybody does stay healthy. Who's going to be the odd guy out? Some prognosticators are pointing that, you know, Shamar Stephen might have a tough time making it if that happens. Uh, but he's coming off a solid year for the Vikings. So who knows? So a lot of stuff is going to happen in camp if they all stay healthy. That will be one position battle that'll be interesting to watch. Just to note, Weatherly, Johnson, and Bailey were on the practice squad, so they're looking for a place on mm-hmm. the roster as well. Right, they're also in the mix. Well, let's kind of move on to the guys that stand back and make most in tackles, our linebackers. Got Anthony Barr coming back, along with Eric Kendricks, who had 126 total tackles. Then you've got brothers Lamer and Robinson looking to fill that number three spot that Greenway left open. Yeah, and that's wide open right now. You know, one guy that I'd really like to see come into play is the second year guy out of Missouri, Kentrell Brothers. And he was a tackling machine at Missouri. Uh, The Vikings got him in the later part of the draft and he was still on the board. Doesn't have the greatest 40 time in the world. But you know, Leaf, there's so many great athletes on that defense already when you talk about the Anthony Bars mm-hmm. and the Kendrickses and Daniil Johnsons and Everson Griffins and their fast corners and safeties that maybe you don't need a guy that runs a 4-4 40 in the middle, you know, a guy that can just 
tackle between the tackles. And I think Kentrell Brothers would be a lot of fun and could really make a difference on that defense coming in. And I don't know. I know he's probably a long shot to be a starter on that team, but I think he'd be a fun guy to have in the middle with all those other guys coming into play. A couple other guys that were drafted were Ben Gideon and Elijah Lee, who are actually pretty good prospects to look at as well. Gideon played a lot of special teams in college from Michigan. think he's going to end up with a special teams position. He's looking for a middle linebacker spot too. And Elijah Lee, there's just a few things that I think are maybe going to put him down on the practice squad. Yeah, and again, but a guy that I think we were just checking out his stats. He was all-conference his junior year, I think, mm-hmm. and slipped a little bit his senior year, but... A guy with a lot of speed out of Kansas State, slipped to the seventh round. So ideal guy on on the practice squad and or special teams. And Gideon, like you said, a starter on defense for Michigan, but also played some special teams there. So I think he'll transition well there also. So yeah, a couple new guys that uh, definitely will be in the mix. As you mentioned earlier, Neil, that the Vikings have this really good defense. ESPN put out a poll not too long ago, and the Vikings are ranked number 12 for defense. So Looking pretty good so far, good defense, especially when you look at their D-backs. We talk about Rhodes and Harrison Smith and those guys who really done a good job the last few years. And I think the guy that could really shove them in the top 10 or even top 5 leaf is Anthony Barr. He's one guy that he admitted recently in an interview that maybe he wasn't always focused on every play last year. And his numbers show it. He went from 55 tackles as a rookie to 54, so two good first years. Then last year slipped at 37 tackles on the year. And if Anthony Barr shows up and is that same guy who they can put anywhere and come off the edge or protect against the pass, uh, all over the field against the run, you know, if he turns into that guy again who's one of the top defensive guys in the league, in my opinion, the Vikings defense could be top five. Without that, they're still solid as they were last year, but a guy like Anthony Barr that commands double teams and offenses and need to know where he's at all the time is a big difference maker. Absolutely, yeah. It's going to be fun to watch him at camp, and it's going to be fun to see what's going on uh, with his season. Let's take a moment now, Neil, to talk about Mankato. We're, we're going to be doing our radio cast from there and uh, kind of give give me and our listeners a setup for what Mankato is like. Well, it's the last year in Mankato, as you probably heard last week, Leaf. And, you know, Mankato is a lot of fun, and I'm really looking forward to it. In fact, everything kicks off down there this week. Our Training Camp Today reports will start Monday, the 31st. It's great for fans. It's really nice for media. And the Vikings do a great job, I think, accommodating everybody down there. That's going to wrap up our second episode of the Purple Pillage. One more thanks to Four Bears Casino and Lodge, four miles west of Newtown, North Dakota. Check them out online as well. Catch us next week from Mankato. We'll be talking about training camp. Until then, for Neil Roberts, I'm Leif Bakken. Pillage on!